It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 159. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, patch 4.56 notes, important information regarding the expansion of the European Data Center, Hatching Tide returns on Tuesday, April 9th, presenting Omega, your new smart home assistant, Nakoi Yoshida, Division Developing Large-Scale Next-Gen Project, Developer's Blog, and Fan Mail. But first, let's shoot the shit what has been going on this week. Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. How are you? I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a very good evening. Been a very good week. Got lots to talk about. We had a patch. In fact, when we recorded last week, we had just done the patch but there was so much coming out of Tokyo Fan Fest that we really couldn't talk about the patch. So that's something I did this past week. Mm-hmm. I did the patch, all five minutes of it. And it, it, went, <laughs> it went great. It was it was interesting. I guess no spoilers, but man, that what's there to spoil? Man, I I, I could almost just be like spoilers. Y'all want to do spoilers? <laughs> Y'all want to do spoilers? Yeah, I want to do spoil- we can do spoilers. We'll talk about it when we get to the patch part. So here's your warning now because we didn't talk about the patch last week and you guys have had a whole week to do it. And it takes all of 15 minutes to do the patch. Just it's, – it's a spoiler episode. Be warned. All right. Uh, some other stuff we did together. We were on Moogle Go Round. Yep, yep. That was, that was fun. A, that was a lot of fun. That was great. If you haven't listened to Moogle Go Round, check out their Twitch. I think it's just straight up Moogle Go Round. You can find them on Twitter. Um, you can find them. I think it's Podbean. They're having issues with iTunes currently, but you can go to Podbean and you can listen to episodes of moogle go round they're moogle go round radio moogle go round radio thank you and uh that's paul metal and chili and we had a blast um they were up at the ass crack of dawn uh on british time we were i don't know it was like nine o'clock it was was our normal recording time so it was just normal for us (laughs) you know (laughs) Yeah, and we found out that they don't have Whataburgers there, so they can't just go out and get Whataburger right after. So we did talk a lot about food. It was Food uh, but Squad. We, it was Food Squad, but we did talk a lot about Final Fantasy fourteen. I think they said that we've talked more about Final Fantasy fourteen on that episode than any of their other episodes. So I feel I feel really good that we brought the Final Fantasy news to the table on that episode. Uh, but it was a blast. Those two were very fun. Um, we talked a lot about the the changes, the things coming out of Tokyo Fan Fest, the stuff we're expecting for Shadowbringers, stuff about no new healers, stuff about no male Vieira, the drama, all of it. So go check them out. That's Moogle Go Around Radio. Um, and hope to do that again in the very near future with those guys and have them on our show. So... A lot of fun there. Um, In-game, you know, they raised the tome cap, so uh, I did not cap. There's, I, I couldn't get to 900. The week before, I would have done it because I did Orban like six times. I did an expert like almost every day, but that was when it was 450. Now it's 900. I got to probably – I think we were neck and neck, Yelta. I think I was like around 525, 515, 530, mm-hmm. something around that. Um, and I had queued just before the servers went down because, of course, we had the, the EU maintenance. It was um, 
I guess it was Monday night, and they they, they shut it down early because the EU stuff was about to happen. And I was in a Suzaku. It was just a normal. It was a trial. And we had like 20% left on it. And everybody was doing so good. And then, went down. So didn't get that last bit of tomes. But got enough that I could upgrade another piece. You know, I even thought, I have enough to get these weapons. But there's no point. We're going to do a um, Sarayu weapon Mm -hmm. farm this coming Thursday. So there's no point. I mean, like, if you have... The tomes you got nothing to do, and you're not clearing Syriu. You can get four of those Alpha Scape Delta Lloyds or whatever they're called, Crystalloids, and um, you could buy a weapon. But that just seems so expensive to to throw down a thousand tomes. Well, especially when Syriu is so easy. Yeah, Syriu is really easy. I I would suggest if you got a little guts, go watch a video, um, and then. Make a learning party. Jump into a learning party. You know, we always say don't don't fake a clear party if you don't know what you're doing yet. But jump into a learning and see if it turns into a farm and and jump out there. Put yourself out there. So uh, that's fun, and we're going to do that on Thursday. But I've got enough to buy some more body pieces. Um, I don't need anything else on caster. And in fact, my ranged is now stronger than my healer. My 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 ranged is in the upper three seventies, and my healers are in the lower three seventies. And uh, I don't know why I'm putting so much into range these days, but I am. Uh, one thing that helped me get there is I finally got it, Yelta. That Ooh, body piece for more bond. You were there, weren't you? I don't weren't know. You? Was I drunk? I- I don't know. You might not have been there. There was it was a lot of FC people, and um, we had. Man, I can't do this without finding one other ranged person. Every time I run run it on range, there's somebody else that's ranged in our group, and I'm like, God dang it. I don't want this person to steal it out from underneath me. But in fact, Mustadio dropped a belt, World of Belts, and he lauded on it and took the belt. Oh, <laughs> you're like, all right, that's your Come lot. on, this body. Is why they keep, that's why they haven't unlocked this yet, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, screw unlocking this because I really still want to get, you know, I want I guess you still can roll need on it, you know, unlike those 2 weeks that yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Yoshida was a are bad the dark move. Times. We don't, we don't about talk that. about that. And <laughs> jinx. And uh the body drop from the last boss from Ultima. So nice. that was that was really sweet and it looks so good. Mm-hmm. My glamour's looking pretty I need the I need the shoes. I need those shoes to drop so I can do that. But I got I put Falconer shoes on it and I dyed it. Um it's a green. It's like a kind of an off green, uh mud green, I think is what it's called. Okay. And it actually looks pretty decent. Looks pretty decent. So I'm very happy with range. I gotta work on healer a little bit, but I think I'm gonna continue ranged because you know, I've been DPS, and so I'll, I'm definitely keeping caster up, and then I'm going to work on ranged a bit. We've got a lot of healers. You heal, and I'm usually with you on most mm-hmm. things. Um, we've got Raven. We've got, you know, Koheti can heal. We've got a lot of people who can heal, and, you know, I, I know how. So, And I I definitely will level it whenever we get into Shadowbringers. I'm definitely going to level White Mage probably first. Um and then I'm going to level the other two because I want to see healer changes. I really want to see what they're going to do with White Mage. If the lilies will wilt and die and we get some some better healer mechanics. And if they completely overhaul some things, you know, this whole philosophy about 
we should have never just went with barrier healer and hot healer and how they're going to uh, combine that. I've also been hearing a lot more stuff recently about the main tank off tank thing. So I don't still don't know how that's going to work, but okay. I, I don't know if they're going to try to make a designation out of it or if they're just going to do stances. Well, you know, we got this is April and we will find out probably mid to late May when we see the battle changes. So about a month and a half from now, we'll see more. Anyway, uh, last bit, and we can kind of share this together if you want, but Monday we had uh, a PvP night again, and that was a lot of fun. I, I tuned in a little late, but I thought the servers were going down at 10 for some reason. It was actually 11 hour time, so uh, I got into, what, three of them yeah, with you guys? Yeah, we did a few. It was, it was and fun. I, and I made, I made us lose every time, <laughs> we, apparently. We only won our very first one, and then you joined. And then I joined, and yeah. mm-hmm. just like maps, you know, <laughs> Ruby Ruby brings the the mood down. No, it was a lot of fun. Um, we we did some good, and uh, it was just fun because we had uh, I don't know, there was like five or six of us that were going together. In so. voice chat, we were laugh even when somebody would die. It was like, oh shit, they stopped me, and you know, it was. It didn't feel. It was PvP, but it didn't feel like bad. I was actually having, and in fact, I was surprised. That I was having happy, good feelings, even when killed. They were popping pretty good, and I think if if it wasn't for the servers going down, we would have got that last one to pop. But they were popping pretty fast, and they were full. We were doing front lines. I guess front lines roulette? Uh, Yeah, the the only one that was up that was Shatter, I think. Right. Not Shatter. Secure. Secure. Uh, It was popping fast, and it was fun. Full, Full groups. So... A lot of fun. It was great. I'd like to do that again. There were talks after that about how we wanted to divvy up the schedule, which made me think, oh my gosh, we have our website. Maybe we can use the engine calendar again. And mm-hmm. people are still around. And I, I see the meme still floating around. You know, it's between between expansions. My FC looks like Will Smith's house after he got robbed in that one Fresh Prince episode. Do you remember our old Nulficus Bosom website where we just put the picture of the tumbleweed on the event list? Yeah. But oddly enough, I guess Shadowbringers is really hyping things up right Mm. now because some friends that haven't been in the FC for quite some time are popping back up again. We're doing Alliance roulettes and people I haven't seen and two expansions are back and... I, it's a it's a it's a great time right now, and I'm very happy. We've got a a, a cross world link shell that's full. There's a wait list on it yeah. right now. Um, it's it's actually popping for what uh for what little there is to do right now. So if Shadowbringers can bring some fucking content, something that a bunch of us can do in an either an open world setting that's not Eureka. And we can have like a flood of enemies come through some city walls and we can all like attack shit together but still have a little time to talk between waves or something. Uh, I think that'd be a blast. So call me Yoshida. I got some ideas. For the last four years we've had ideas. But anyway, Yelta, what have you done? uh, A lot of what I did overlapped with a lot of what you did. Uh, Yep, PvP was fun. Uh, it It was a good time. We actually, you know, murdered things and, and didn't always get completely murdered. Uh, and it also helps that no one else in the Alliance was being an asshole on any of the runs. Oh, no, so it was great. It was just like, 
stop dying. Why are you all going over here? There'd be usually there'd be like one guy or something that would be like, all right, let's all head north, and then you always have to go up to the top for, for at regular intervals, and somebody ha- you know had had that timer going, so mm-hmm. they they're like, all right, time to think about heading up. So that that's nice, or, or where to push or where to defend. So I always like it when someone uh, actually decides to be the general and kind of bosses a little bit. So that was a good time. And, and there's and and again, I was really surprised. I actually had such a good time. Uh, but I need I need those uh, marks because I there's uh, emotes and hairstyles and minions and songs I don't have. And those, it's, it takes a while. So what else did I do? I uh, went with the Crossroad Link Shell and we did old school, a realm reborn pony farms. And in fact, one guy level 70 never had done any of them. So he had not, mm. so we had to like wait for each one for him to, when he joined to, um, to unlock them and do them. So uh, I'm kind of glad now it's just, I don't mind a nice, a, a cool, you know, deep quest in between each one or whatever, but the extreme trials are really, I like how that it is now where it's just like, go talk to Yoshi P and Kagane, go talk to the wandering minstrel and unlock mm-hmm. them. You know, it's cause that, cause that's the storyline reason, right? It's not really that it's back. It's really, you know, which is kind of silly that you get weapons from them, but okay. It's like this. It's just. It's just odd if you think too hard about it. Don't but, think too uh, hard. Don't think too hard. So we, we we got many many ponies for many people. I don't think we saw any nightmares, but um, you know, even the new guy got a pony or two. But we were mostly in the first three. I think we might have done Leviathan. I can't remember. We did. Uh, I don't remember. We 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 did a lot of them though. That was like two hours uh, and two hours of a good time. But people were about done then. So. I did get my monk to level 68. It's like 68 and a half. So maybe tonight I can get it to 69. We'll see what happens. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> and I know I played a bunch, but I don't think I did much. I, I I, actually spent a little bit of time working on my challenge log, getting some of that good old MGP. Because we know because of data miners that we're going to need some MGP this summer. Mm-hmm. So... But I have plenty for that, but I thought I'd just – I also want that ridiculous uh, new mount, the um, the Cactar one. And that's like 2 million MGP or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Not Wait for May. <laughs> Wait for May. <laughs> yeah. So I, – I, I, and they usually do that – that – what is it? Gold. Well, it's the gold. It's the gold Make saucer festival. Make it rain campaign, but yeah. it's like golden week or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, and that and that's always nice. I I, I hope to uh, go to your squadrons and get the uh, MGP buff coupon. Those help a little bit. That kind of thing. So, I don't know. That was about it. I don't even think I. I don't know. Mostly, what I do is when I've been logging in doing my dailies and by then you know someone's like hey yelta want to come run something so it's been a lot of stuff that i didn't need but other people did and i i've been enjoying that so that is pretty much my week of course i did the patch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and it was short and insufficient, but that's okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> you could say that about some men in your life, huh? <laughs> All right, listeners, you can shoot the shit. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. All right, Ruby, I'm going to let you read this lovely list. We have some people well, wise around. Yes, it's another month, and it's another round of our patrons. So thank you, thank you, thank you to our patrons. Uh, we appreciate your donations. We appreciate your subscriptions. Um, we'll tell you more how you can do that at the end of the episode here, but a shout out to Wade, to Kevin Hughes, to Denim, or Demi45, uh, Eddie, Fleur, Taja, Varya. Thank you for being a part of what Gather Together does. Uh, we love you. We always want to do more. So your donations help us to do more, more giveaways, um, more events, more contests. And uh, thank you. Um, if you do want to be a part, uh, if you go to our website, www.gtffxiv.com, you can click on one of the two buttons. We do pay- PayPal as well as Patron. I know some people don't care for Patron. There's, sometimes there's drama. Sometimes Patron does things that people don't like. Sometimes PayPal does things people don't like. So we give you multiple ways that you can uh, be a part of Gather Together. So thank you for uh, for listening. Thank you for being a part. Uh, thank you for even considering to be a part. And we hope to do more things as 2019 continues. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. It's the first round is news. Of course, the big news is we had the last patch of Shadow of Stormblood of Shadowbringers. I jumped ahead two years in the future. Oh, yeah, six point coming, y'all. It was, it was awesome. Ready. There's still no new healer. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, let me get. I'm gonna can't balance it. Oh, have to bring drink. up my inner Tonberry drink. I'm too sober for this. All right, patch one point five six is the last patch of Stormblood. It was. It kind was of. Like well, no, the no, story. No, no, it's the last story. I'm sorry. I meant, I meant technically the story, right? We're not getting right, right. any more story. No more story. There's no more story. We're, of course, getting, you know, data center changes, and we're getting probably some unlocks, maybe a few adjustments. 5.8 is the last one, I believe. Yeah. We're, we're getting, you know, seasonal events and crossover events, but. All right. We did get some playable content. We got the new main scenario. It was two whole quests, guys. Woo! Two whole quests. Well, what'd you yeah, think? That I thought it was short. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to be fair, I did the other two playable contents, and then I came back. I took, and then I came back and did the new main scenario. Oh, that probably really took the wind out of your sails. Oh my god! Yes, it was worse that way. I'm going to say one thing about the main scenario. I feel like any surprise or unrevealing or unveiling or new information was ruined because we had the 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 fan fest right before it that's well the hype definitely was ruined the hype was done Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know it was i I thought the little fight you do was okay sure i think it was very hard i did it in white mage but i don't know it didn't really tell me much no. i guess i don't know it did not leave me with a it didn't feel like 
you know, hearing the dragon roar at the end of a realm we're born or yeah. it didn't it didn't feel like I'm fleeing to Ishgard. Right. When Papalimo died. When... Yeah. It didn't feel like any of that. No. Yeah. Um since this is really probably the only thing I did out of the, the patch, I I haven't done the other parts yet, but I, I have comments about them as well. Um this this stood out to me as is the one thing and it, it's not really much to talk about i'm with you um the fight was okay there was you know i guess we're doing spoilers right so there's a fight where you be- you become like a scion again and it's a job that i had not played before but again it's like only four abilities and it's like sword slash dash slash heal myself and i don't i don't even know what the other one was um and it's just really basic as compared to like when you were playing as alphano and really like when you were compla- uh when you were playing as um uh man i want to say ishtola ishtola yeah. yeah i don't know why i wanted to say but they still didn't have a lot of abilities Valhalla. and i do understand why they do that yeah, but I, fe- I felt like the mechanics were were better in the fight themselves. Yes. Like yes. fighting – fighting um, – was it Sadu we were fighting? It was mm-hmm. like – she was like – Oh, you I thought, died oh. over and over again. Well, but you thought that you beat her mm-hmm. and then she's like, I'm stronger and then I'm stronger again and then I'm stronger again. This went on like five times and you're like, holy shit, how long is this going to go? And it actually had a feeling like – Man, I might not have enough HP. Am I doing this right? Is this you know? You kind of barely beat it. This one I didn't barely beat. This was like really, really easy. Mm-hmm. So okay, so that's done. And then it's not heavy on story. And then even though you kind of get to a part because like the the trailer itself sort of spoiled, but it didn't because when the Warrior of Light clashes swords with Zenos. We saw in the full trailer that Zenos kind of took a knee, and mm-hmm. then you're just like, "Okay, we beat oh, Zenos." We like, beat him up. He's done. Yeah, it's well, over. Zenos's body anyway. Right, and then in the in the main story, it's kind of not done, but then it is done, and then they they save you, and it's oh, a really stupid. Okay, way. so so that whole you've just about beat Zenos's body. Yeah. You you have one of those migraines, mm-hmm. the call or whatever, and you collapse and you are toast, right? Mm-hmm. It just uh, magically you are saved by an NPC, but you only find out this this is only told to you when you wake up in bed mm-hmm. in Ishgard for some reason. Mm-hmm. So all it, the way to Ishgard took you all the way to Ishgard. The whole thing just really was stupid. Yeah, I did it's not just... enjoy it. At all, like, and even, dumb. and the fact that who you were saved by, and if you were going to wake up in Ishgard, why didn't you wake up in the same bed that he woke up in? Like, I mean, at least fucking tie it in the same way, so you felt like, oh shit, this is just like Estinian. It mm. didn't even feel like that. It just well, the, was. Oh. And they tell you in words, they show you like one quick screenshot that I think I was rubbing my eye and didn't even see who, I didn't even see the screenshot. It was super shadowy anyway. Yeah. So I I don't know what the, I was like, what was that? Yeah, I think I sneezed or something. I don't know. I missed it. And And then then Amaric had to tell me. Amaric has to come in and tell you, 
I don't know. Like it didn't even it didn't even feel super reuniony. Like and he didn't it, like, bring me Coco. No Coco. Lucia wasn't there. It wasn't like you know. I was happy to see you know Louis uh, not Louis was um Enchefant's half daddy or whatever his mm-hmm. full daddy I guess. But um it, it 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 was nice to see something, but it just didn't feel fleshed out. It just felt tacked on. And I didn't understand why we were there. I'm like, well, well, physically, where were we having the fight? Yeah, how come you took us all the halfway across Eorzea for that? Yeah. I mean, I guess technically we were on the edge of Eorzea, but you took us way west to do. Why didn't we wake up in Alamigo or Gridania? I mean, it's you know, it's on the way. Um, yeah, really, really odd. Um, anyway. What else to that? I don't even know what else well, to say. Well, we, to... we had we had a chat with what's his name in between the realms. Oh right? yeah, yeah, and that was just like, uh huh. And then he's like, "I've left her something for you by the crystal tower. We don't really ever deal with that. What? Mm-hmm. It's just like this little breadcrumb. I don't know. It it felt it felt weird, unresolved." But not in like a cool cliffhangery way. Mm-mm. Yeah, why leave a thing? Why didn't you say at the appointed time the door shall open and you'll do you know something that it made you feel like, oh shit, we're moving to the next step. And then they were all like, everything's cool. Your friends will hang. Will they got it? And then they're like, yeah, they fled back to Rome or what you know, Garlemald, <laughs> and and uh, you know the the enemies on the went back, and you know we're cool for now. Everything's good. It's like how it doesn't. It just how did it resolve all by itself without some weird cataclysm or something else? And it really Estinian's like following me everywhere I go. That doesn't kind of stalker much. That's, you know, that's kind of creepy. Now I'm starting to feel like the Crucible feels. Like maybe <laughs> maybe a, maybe there is something wrong with the Stinian. I well, and, the, and then what is with like the last scene with the Emperor just being all evil face and apparently he's just going to gas everybody now or? You know, that- I, and I'm hoping that he ends up gassing Garlemald. Like maybe his plan is to kill all his own people. I don't know. That don't doesn't know. really line up with just, what he just- said in the – yeah. It's bizarre. But he went full Kefka or something. It just like he sh- it showed his face and there was some shadow and it just was like I'm crazy. I'm the Joker. Like okay, this is this is how you want to end it. All right. Thanks. Thanks Stormblood. You really <laughs> you proved yourself Stormblood to the expansion we all knew you to be. I- yeah, it was very well. And Storm I, blood sucks. I'm I sorry. I didn't enjoy most of Stormblood. Storm I enjoyed blood bits sucks. of it, but no. Four point three was the high point. Sukiyomi was the high. The mm. Sukiyomi story. That story arc of its own was 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 cool because and it was dark and gritty. I mean, she was whored out by her own family. Like that's. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can we talk? It's like, is that even a thing that we we're allowed to talk about? That's so taboo. 
that's such a such your half brother was in on it like Mm -hmm. that is so freaking taboo like i'm i I feel gross thinking about that sort of scenario and the fact that you exacted revenge revenge because you held all that inside all those Mm -hmm. that's dark that's great that's beautiful that's beautiful storytelling and then she had amnesia and i know a lot of people don't like the amnesia thing but but then her half brother comes back and basically you know needles her till she becomes a primal I okay mean... okay so equipping gfs and forgetting that you grew up in an orphanage together with seven other people that become your party members is stupid storytelling i'm sorry final fantasy 8 i loved you but that's <laughs> that's stupid storytelling but when you have a traumatic moment you're raped you're you're whored out by your own family all this stuff happens to you and you get amnesia there's probably a psychological part that's trying to heal you by trying to forget your tragic past. I can buy that. I can buy that level of amnesia. It, it, it To me, this time, it really didn't feel like a trope. I know Final Fantasy, everybody gets amnesia in a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> but it really did not feel like a trope to me because she had such a dark and embattled past that maybe – you almost hope that she would forget. You yeah, almost hope that it would kinda, continue. Some people kind of wanted that redemption storyline. We wanted it for Ferdola too, but what they used her like Who? one time. Yeah, Who? right? Right? Exactly. Let's tack her into a story that we put on the God. web once per year and call it done. They should have just put her in a fucking post-Moogle quest. It's like, really? Well, we can't even have those apparently. No, yes not. So uh, I was thoroughly unimpressed with this. I am super – I have watched the Shadowbringers trailer like a hundred times. The music, the – the it's just the way it looks. Everything mm-hmm. about – excuse me. Everything about Shadowbringers calls out to me. It's dark. It's gritty. I'm, I'm feeling the Warrior of Darkness. And just Stormblood just fell on its face. It, it felt half-assed. It really just should have been the Doma expansion, and I would have been okay with that. The Alamigo stuff wasn't right. We've talked about this a hundred mm-hmm. times, but mm-hmm. it, it's I'm, it went out with a whimper. Was not impressed. Was not impressed. That's for sure. All right, news side stories. Where this is Hildebrand. Uh, I did Hildebrand. I always do Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. I am a Hildebrand fan. Is it good? Um, I loved it. It had funny parts. It had tragic parts. It had parts where I'm like, that just happened. The, I thought it was fun and interesting. Um, there's a trial. It was a trial. Yes. I think I know. I think I know what it Mm -hmm. is. So, and, and just, just everything about it is cool and, 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 I'm not going to be spoilers, so go do it. You know, let's just say Hildebrand seems to find a way to get wherever we're going. So, wow, yeah. So I hope he didn't get shot up to the moon again. <laughs> he had what was the name of that polearm gun blade thing? It, it was, was Van Darnus's. Van Darnus's. I can't remember. It has his it had his own name though. Anyway, one of our listeners will tell us. But I enjoyed the Hildebrand story completely. Uh, the emote you get, you get, you get the uh, that Hildebrand dance they do, and uh, the little, you know, after while they're running the credits or whatever. Is it, it is, a mambo? 
It is. Like I that. think it's. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's the Mambo. It's a Hildebrand Mambo, Manderville Mambo. Mm-hmm. And then you get. I think you also get the gratuity emote in this, don't you? Mm. Where you sh- you throw gold at people. Oh, it was good. It I was like good. it. Just this picture alone makes me think of. <laughs> remember the 1.0 quest where he was. Dressed up like one of the soldiers. He was wearing the same color. You know, all the soldiers are wearing this deep red color. Oh, yeah. And yep. Trying to sneak in. He disguise. tried to sneak in, and the guy is like, who the hell are you? And he's like, ha-ha. <laughs> it's like, you don't even look like the rest of us. It's, this isn't <laughs> this isn't working. So, I don't know. Hildebrand's great. It's it's always, I, I, I wasn't a super big fan of the one in, uh, in Heaven's Word. I, I liked like the last twenty percent of that one. Yeah. They should have gotten those old fuckers out in front earlier. Oh in the yeah, story. they were funny. They were hilarious. I just it just kind of seemed like you fucked around and and with little not Vivi. Yeah, wanna be yeah. Vivi. I don't know. And that guy, the of course, the best thing from all of those was that uh, that elf guy who thinks that you're um. He wants to, to bring you in for being heretics or whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's the, he, he's like my favorite part of that whole arc. Yeah. Whatever happened to the uh, the schoolboys? You don't hear I much don't about know. them anymore, do That's you? That's like the only cutscenes I have ever skipped in this game because I had mm. zero interest. But I also don't think I'm the target audience. I know there are people out there who enjoyed those thoroughly. People out there saying that they should stop doing Hildebrand and do the schoolboy sort of thing. But Wrong. I, I think Hildebrand, I know Yoshi P even seems surprised that we're into Hildebrand, but I'm like, I think you can't not do it. He seems you... surprised at the dumbest shit, though, y'all. I know. What? He... You don't want us to give away the white raven earrings? How could, <laughs> what? Everybody wants housing? Wait, people, you know, why did they, why did people think they were getting another healer? He just kind of makes me angry. Our expectations of Blue Mage were exactly what we thought they would be, right? Yeah, I don't know. So, but the Hildebrand quest I thought was good. I thought the story was good. It, it, It was, it was entertaining. I love, love, love. There's a trial in there again. People are pissed about that too. There's people who haven't done Hildebrand because they don't care for them. But now there's like a cool barding and a triple child card in there, and now they're mad. Oh, now I, I have I, to skip cutscenes. I did, I did, I, I did get the barding. I've done the fight twice, and I got the barding on my second try, and I'm like, yes. So I still need the card. Was it card, easier but... than at FanFest because you had your own keyboard and hot, hot uh, bars? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I don't. I think it was we actually, wiped the first time. It was easy at FanFest too. We just yeah. had no setup and no time to set up. Yeah, I if I if I could have had my layout and all my buttons and everything the way I like it, I think it would have been probably fine. And we would have had a shirt. We would have had yeah. I beat Yojimbo shirt. Oh, yeah. wait. No shirts well, at FanFest. have shirts. <laughs> all right. Uh they did also add the New Beast Tribe quest. This is the cherry on top. If you've done all of the other Beast Tribe quests, this is the one, and you won't be surprised. And, and it's, a, it's, it's, again, a very – it's the same formula, right? Who was that masked man? Who was that masked man? So uh, I, I enjoyed the story here, too. It was funny, and it was interesting, and I don't know. It was nothing, like, really hard about it or anything, but – I don't know. I was happy to do it. And then I was happy with my 
minions and my housing stuff that you unlock there by doing all of them. So I I enjoyed it. I, and again, I, I think better storytelling in there than the last MSQ patch. In fact, didn't we complain the previous MSQ patch was lacking, right? Wasn't it like Orban Monastery had cooler cutscenes and stuff? Possibly. You know, I well, they put a lot into the 24-man yeah. raid. And I think they're going to do that again. I think Nier is going to be some really powerful storytelling. But I thought the deal was the reason that they got other outside people to do that is so the the other resources could be done mm-hmm. for the main story. And it just didn't seem that way. I'm very happy with the way Orban I know you didn't do tactics and it wasn't it didn't but I enjoyed but as I enjoyed much. the cutscenes. I just was a little lost when we were doing the fights. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I wasn't as yeah. into it. I was a little left to confused a couple times. But they still were, you know, overall they're good because yeah. they have good voice acting. They're flashy. They feel good. The fights mm-hmm. actually feel the fights really, really good. good. Um, so I, I had no no issue with that. And the story, I was like, eh. But this was this was the weakest. I think this was the weakest overall of 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 any of it. And I think almost for almost any patch, I'm trying to think of a patch that really was was not as was worse than this, to be honest. Oh, I can't think I, of one. I, I can't think of too much that was worse than that. I'm even trying to think back in the 2.0 days, but the 2.0 patches, because they were further spread out, were really thick with stuff. Like 2.1 had a shit ton of stuff. 2.2 had a lot of stuff. And it's like, um, I don't remember anything being this just, just weak overall. I'm thankful for the additional storytelling. I'm thankful for Hildebrand. I'm thankful for beast tribe and things i just i would just like to see a little more balance and i guess if it means if Shadowbringers is that much better because of it great maybe they needed this to go out with a whimper because Shadowbringers is bringing a completely different story to the mix you know yeah i'm really hoping i'm really hoping so and i'm hoping when we're on the first i know the storyline is about the first and figuring all that stuff out but maybe they could try not splitting the story, which I think it really was hurt it pretty badly. It hurt the story a lot because a lot of people went into this going, myself included. It's the Alamigo expansion, mm-hmm. but it really was the Dome expansion. But they felt the need to continually bring us back to Alamigo, I guess, to appease us 1.0 players or to draw a conclusion to some 1.0 threads. Um, you know, I I got that with Ishgard. But it made sense with Ishgard because Ishgard had always been locked. I kind of saw Alamigo as somewhat of an enemy through the 1.0 and 2.0 because mm-hmm. there was the, the the Autumn War and, and Alamigo had fell to the Empire. And it was just kind of a fall in place. Like I, Ishgard didn't fall. Ishgard locked its doors to hide itself away. And then we found out there was a Dragon War. There was other things that were happening and, and, and we helped with that. And it just felt completely different. We I talked last week about an email or a tweet that we got or something that I read that said, well, you know, Stormblood was about people and it was it's better to be about people than a place. Sometimes places matter too, and Ishgard mattered a Ish- lot to Ishgard a lot of people. Ishgard was kind of its own character to a lot of us, but I don't know if I'm seeing that through nostalgia goggles, but, you know, it was kind of it, just it, the location itself was kind of a character. 
I Alamigo just doesn't resonate the same way. I like the name Alamigo. I like what it represents. But just if you're going to divide a story just to give us an Alamigo piece. Plus, Alamigo looks shitty. Let's be honest. Ralgar's reach is a shithole. Mm-hmm. It's just not – Toma is so much cool. Kugane is so much cooler looking. The the trailer itself for Stormblood was very Kugane-centered and very Eastern and – it's like we they wanted to really push the Eastern motif, which I think is great, but we just were shackled by Alamigo. So. I, I really wish – I said it – we were talking about it on the other – on Mugulgan radio. They really should have done that thing where they improved Ralgar's reach, first of all. Yes. I think that would have felt really good, you know. And, and they did change it. They would add more tents and NPCs and stuff, but – I really was expecting. Still looks like a shithole. I, I know. I feel like, I feel like. Well, and I did. Oh my god, was it Doman Reconstruction? And that place changed, and was I, I forgot it was even a thing. But I enjoyed all those little stories, and yes. I really felt like that should have happened in Ralgar's Reach instead. Or moved our shit to Doma, or, or Do- yeah, the Doman Enclave. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. I've said it. Stormblood is done. Bring on the Shadowbringers. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think they're going to take us to the first pretty quickly in that. And once we hit the first, everything is going to be on the first from that point on. Well, but we have like impending doom in theory from Garlemeld. I don't understand how we cannot deal with that at some point. I think they're going to push that off for at least three do you patches. Think so? they think That's just, what like, they usually do. Five point four will probably have to we'll do like, something. We'll, we'll hit some. With the we'll hit some. Uh, we'll hit some. My brain shut off. Some threshold on the first, and we'll come back and have to deal with that stuff. I hope they chop mm-hmm. it up that way versus having a little of both for the entire two years of the expansion. I don't mind that at the end of every patch. That they give us a little cutscene that shows us what the hell is going on. I would be – see, this is where I would hope that what's-his-dude, Varys, has gone crazy ape Completely shit. Completely bananas. They lock the doors at Garlemald. Everybody's like – where this is, this is Rubicon's idea. This is what they won't do because anything I say, <laughs> they never do. Garlemald retreats. Garlemald shuts its walls. Garlemald is so in turmoil because of the populari and all this other stuff that Varys starts gassing his own people. And there's genocide within the walls of Garlemald. And there's people trying to flee Garlemald to ask aid from the other, from anybody who will listen to get in there. But they're locked in. They're killed. You know, all kinds of shit's going on. And they've gone black. They've gone silent. And nobody has heard from Garlemald the most of 5.0, which would m- mean that we can be on the first and there's not a whole lot going on. So maybe we just get a crazy cutscene where Varys is gassing and you don't see who he's gassing at the end of the thing. And you're like, oh shit, he's gassing the Domans or he's back in Alamica. Nah, he's killing his own people. He's gone completely ape shit. And um, – you know that that gives us at least some freedom. No, whether or not that happens, yeah. we'll see. When well, we and get I'm the not, and, I, and they're gonna have to. You know, they've already said that we're gonna have to be able to freely move back and forth because obviously we want to go back to our. Right. You know, I'm gonna go to Olda to the Free Company House. 
I'm not going to be like locked out of that. So, you know, once we get there, they said that we can just teleport back and forth. So there's no reason we physically couldn't, but I, I would enjoy the idea that the storyline makes it so we don't have to deal with them. I was really, you and I both talked about it two years ago. We thought this is, this is the patch. We're going to spank the empire and, yeah. and, and, you know, but still I feel like they're so huge and so threatening and so overwhelming. That's part of also why I dislike this patch. I feel mm-hmm. like our adventurers and the, you know, the armies we have should have been no uh, contest. Should, yeah, there should have been no contest. They should have stomped all over us. They should have nuked the shit out of us. And that's kind of what, um, uh, Raban was saying during the story, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't understand how we're winning right now. And then there was an attack from the West or yeah. something. They're like, ah, oh, it was a, it was a decoy. They, they tricked us. Well, even if yeah. they would have had a dungeon where we just go in and basically blow up some of their big ships or something, I would have like felt better about it. Right. Mm-hmm. If they, if we had like snuck in and like, and maybe that's maybe that's coming. Plant C four. Yeah. Battleship. You know, you know, poison their army. I know that would be mean, but uh, but you know, if we that's some, what they would do, Yalta. If we would have done something to put them at a disadvantage, but I I, I found this entire thread just unbelievable that. Here, this giant. Of course, we kind of spanked them earlier, but it felt like you know, in like a realm reborn and and whatnot. You know, we do go through and fight them and win, but it's farther away from them. I thought we were going to deal with them more on their turf, but yeah, head on. Well, even Elfino, right? He was over there for you know five minutes, and then he passed out and came, and he was brought home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I digress massively. <sighs> Housing, new furnishings have been added. There, these are the both of these in this picture from the notes are are these are from Beast Tribe dailies. Of course, that would be the Anatas gold pile thing there. The Namazu's cool thing there. I actually have one of those in my yard. I don't think it's going to stay, but I had to have it. Looks nice. <laughs> uh, you can now have Kojin uh, NPCs in your house. If you need hmm. some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles selling you goods, mm-hmm. you can do it now. It says a new Triple Triad card has been added. Oh, yeah. There was only one added. Except that there were more. But. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wondrous Tales now has Orbon Monastery. So yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get that in in roulette now, can't you? I believe that's correct. And the new emote. This is that gratuity effect where it's throwing the uh, gold coins. It's pretty hilarious. Battle system: a new trial. Kugane Ohashi has been added, and that's the one associated with the Hildebrand storyline. So that. Was awesome, actually. And then this next part was kind of confusing for some of us. So all of these older, extreme and normal, some of, or not, well, some normal, some hard, some extreme. Uh, they've made adjustments to a lot of these fights, these uh, Aroma Born fights mostly, except for um, the amphitheater. So I think 
It was people where you could like do so much damage, you would skip things, or you do so much damage, you would skip things and then wipe. Uh, I have mm-hmm. I have done some of these fights since then, like Bowl of Embers is uh, extreme. I've done. He actually now shows when he's invincible, right? So. I don't know. Yeah. There's some things in here that are really good. Like, and this is stuff I talked about when we talked about Yoshida's vision for this game in the Mm -hmm. long term. We had talked about how if they're putting in trusts and what are they going to do when the servers go offline? Are they ever going to make this into a single player game? Is that the desire? And there are trials that you just can't do single player. And one of which is the Naval Hard. If you try to go into Titan hard and do that solo and you get put in a jail prior to this patch, the battle's over. Yep. You're done. Yep. And if you're solo. And you're going to get um, in a jail because there's no skipping it, right? There's there's really – you could – I mean if you could burn it fast enough to get through it or like if you had a pet or something. But it just really doesn't work out. It, you, you inevitably 99.9% of the time are going to get trapped and, and done. I don't think I've ever completed it solo. Mm-hmm. But now – uh, players trapped uh, in granite uh, jails. The battle will no longer restart. Instead, the trapped players will be released after a certain amount of time has passed and will incur damage. These are all things, not just like about making it where you can solo stuff, but also making it where you are not going to all be destroyed if you push it too hard mm-hmm. because we are all going to get infinitely stronger, exponentially stronger when we get into 5.0. This stuff is really weak. It's weak now, but it's really going to be weak in yep. the future. Yep. Well, some of it's like the maximum damage dealt by tidal wave is reduced. So, you know, some of those, they, they seem like nerfs, but honestly, most of us are either going into this shit unsynced, or by the time you're doing them, if you, let's say you take your first job all the way up to 70, just with the MSQ, a lot of people are not branching out and doing these extreme fights or even the hard fights, and you are so overpowered by the time you do get into it that you're going to push into these. And honestly, even if you're not going to overpower it massively, no one's going to spend the three hours in a bunch of part. You know, no one's doing learning parties for these anymore, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I guess I guess I don't mind. They're not really a challenge anymore so much as... Just another thing. I do like a lot of the whole, they'll become invincible, and it makes sense there. Or they, uh, or you can no longer skip some of their, like Diamond Dust. You could skip Diamond Dust. Well, that just, to me, that lore-wise, you can't have Shiva without Diamond Dust. Well, and what about the Blue Mage? I know maybe it doesn't really concern those, but like, how are you getting some of these abilities, I guess... If you're skipping the the actual mm-hmm. mechanics. Mm-hmm. All right. So I haven't experienced all of these personally yet, but uh, hopefully they were all good. I haven't, I haven't heard any feedback either. I heard some initial complaining about just from reading the patch notes, but I haven't heard complaining since. All right. The strength of the Echo granted in Omega Delta Scape Savage and Omega Sigma Scape... I can't talk. Savage have been increased, has been increased. So it's now uh, 15%. So that should help people get in there and farm stuff. 
Again, that's old now, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Elf Escape Savage has been adjusted, and I still haven't set foot in there, Ruby. Uh, they now they've unlocked it. You always get two treasure coffers, no matter what. No, no weekly restriction anymore. Uh, weekly entrance restriction is gone. Players can now queue up for any area of Elf Escape. You don't have to do them in order. And you now get the echo, but it's 10%. I, I, I'm kind of, I kind of like want to go in and get my accessories and now. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. All right. Oh, Alliance Raid Roulette now has the monastery in it. We knew that. Uh, they added the new Kugane Ohashi to Duty Roulette Trials. And Duty Roulette Mentor got Kugane Ohashi. And the weekly limitation on elegant tombstones of Genesis, it's now 900. But you still can only hold 2,000 at a time. This is nothing new. This is something they do all the time. Uh, they've added some PvP changes. Let's see. You can't debuff people with invincibility. Uh, players now under the effect of invincibility status 15 seconds after rejoining combat and exiting the landing. Okay. Uh, chat. You can't chat. Because apparently, to prevent unpleasant player experiences resulting from certain uses of items. I don't know. I wonder what item, items will no longer be available for use, is what I read there. I don't, I don't know what... I don't know. I wonder what items were being exploited. Maybe Reddit knows. I don't know. Oh, and my eyes crossed, and I was thinking it was the chat. Items will be no longer available for use. Hmm. I, I don't know. Does something look pornographic if you use, like, a sparkler or something? I don't know. Uh, man, I missed that. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the porn sparkler in the last uh, I did not patch see, notes. I didn't see that either. Uh, they added new items. You can view the new items. There's a list. Uh, the photograph has the Namazu mask, which is a ridiculous head on your body. Oh, we should probably talk about this. So what did you think of the Scion Traveler's outfit you got at the end of the storyline? That's like the best part of the storyline. I actually liked it. Oh, the look- body's good. The, the legs are look dumb, but the, the body piece looks pretty pretty cool. The mask is weird because it looks like you have, I don't know, wax on your face. Your eyes disappear. It's really weird. Have you put on the mask and then zoomed into your face? I did not put on the mask. I should do uh, that. Put on the mask and zoom into your face because it's unsettling. All right. Oh, they added some seafood, some fish, or some, oh, these are fish. Whole bunch of fish. Some minions, minions, minions. Yeah. Okay. We pretty much talked about all of these. So, yeah, they added new big fish to fishing spots. They added the chocobo barding. It looks awesome. The little pillow minion is really cute. It's got, it's a fluffy purple pillow. It's very pretty. All of this is kind of normal. New achievements and titles, additions and adjustments to text commands, new phrases in the auto-translation dictionary. 
they've changed the data center selection screen to show the two EU data centers. Of course, these notes are now a week old, and now EO has already been split into two. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of screens, I know it's not mm-hmm. the data screen, but have you seen the Shadowbringers? It's a mock-up. It might even be Chinese, but somebody had made a a fake Shadowbringers login screen. It's purple with these sparkly crystals going across the screen. Oh, like a launcher? People are making yes, a lot a lo- of custom oh, launchers. Oh, it's beautiful, the one I one saw. I oh, my God. They used some Final Fantasy fifteen music, but it's a track I had not recognized. Mm. It was the crystal theme. And, oh, my God, I, I think I retweeted it or liked it. I'll try to share it again. It mm-hmm. was... Uh, it was really cool looking. I am excited. I I hope Square Enix can live up to some of these fan-made deals because they're great. Or maybe they can do like other companies and hire some fans that really do good work. Yeah, I, I actually enjoy involved. that when companies do that, when they're like, oh, you did a really nice whatever. We're just going to hire you. God bless you, Sega, for Sonic Mania. Mm-hmm. That's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I know that I've seen a bunch of custom launchers. Uh, and they're they're kind of cool looking. I don't know if I would ever use one, but uh, I know that I know that Steam players are still pretty pissed off because you now have to actually run Steam to launch Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh. Before you could just run Final Fantasy fourteen, and it wouldn't have to actually launch Steam. Yeah, so let's just you know cripple your system unnecessarily. Ew. All right, we do have important information regarding the expansion of the European Data Center. I think this was just a notice that this is happening. Uh, And you have free world transfers to characters on the European Data Center. That started on Tuesday the 2nd, and it runs through Tuesday, April 16th. So the world transfer service is free of charge. And then once the 16th rolls around you will not be able to transfer at all because of the expansion of the North America data centers. So uh, they mm-hmm. also mentioned their game time compensation. I don't think they had to use this so because I, I don't think the servers were down longer than they thought they had to be. Yeah, they just had a, they had a notice that it finished early. Yeah, nice, nice. All right. Yeah, so and they also had some notes about cross-world link shells. Well, you moved. And if you move to somewhere, a different data center, it will create a crossword link shell with the same name. That's interesting. Hmm. And then uh, apparently PvP teams that are torn apart, uh, it's going to do the same thing. It'll create a PvP team with the same name. And you'll be removed from your original one. And there might be other minor issues they warn. And then there was a follow-up. That said, oh, this was was not, it was early completion time. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, and they resumed. Good for them. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice when you actually get done early. They better finish ours early. Oh, that would be nice. That'd be nice. When is ours? I can't remember even. Well, I, is it Later. that sixteenth? Is it? I think or is it, it, is it the sixteenth. I don't. Know. We'll find out. Well, let's see. Uh... Well, I guess because please note that the world transfer service will be temporarily unavailable from Tuesday, April 16th due to the expansion of the mm-hmm. North American data center. So, okay. All right. 
And we have Hatching Tide again. Join the celebration. Oh, and the egg puns. I love you, Eva, but damn. The egg puns. (laughs) She's hurting my brain. Excellent. I love you, Eva. Uh, From Tuesday, April 9th till Monday, April 22nd. And by that, and that's in the morning. They've started doing these till 7.59 a.m. The quest is Eggstream Extrapolation. So apparently, uh, Jill, I can't remember her same, ever say her name. She needs her help solving devious puddle, puzzles and locating hidden eggs. You have oh. to be level 15. It starts in Gridania. And it's got rewards, yo. Good ones. Spriggan jacket. Now, people are already complaining that they wish that you didn't have to have the, the uh, Easter egg on it. And I get what? It, Come but... on. It's an Easter <coughs> event. It's hatching tide. What yeah. the fuck? Well, well, and, you know, if you give your feedback, maybe they'll give us a similar coat without the egg. It could happen. I, I kind of wish that my Lollafell doesn't look... Cute in short shorts and long socks. I kind of wish I could have the pants. And then people mm. are also complaining that the, the the boys have flood pants on. They're short okay. pants. And the boots are okay. It's free gear. It's free gear. Well, it's free gear and it's dyeable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a little odd to me that Spriggan gear is not black. This is like navy mm-hmm. blue, but okay. Yeah. Eh, well, and it, and it looks like a hoodie. I've seen the I've seen the view from the back. Mm-hmm. It's cute. And then we have not one but two tabletop egg-related Eastery type food items, and then a pile of eggs. Which yeah, it's also tabletop. So. It's all right. Yeah. I like it. I like the pile of eggs. I think they're cute. I think the pile of eggs are actually pretty cute myself. It's yeah. We've had these – we've had Hatching Tide for a long time. 1.0 had some good mm-hmm. – we had what the – was it the earrings or the rings? Was it the rings? It was the rings and the hats. The little egg yeah. hats too. Yeah. And yep. uh, so we've, we've had quite a bit of egg gear over the years, <laughs> but it's nice to get – more gear again. What was the last event that had gear? Mm-hmm. I guess it was the uh, Starlight Stella Celebration had some gear this past year. I don't remember. Uh, so it's just – it's not – you can't do gear for every holiday. Mm-hmm. But it's cool the ones that they decided. Well, to last year we got a mount for this event. That was mm-hmm. – was it last year? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The story last year was like disturbing. <laughs> Wait, yeah, was that the one we had the puzzle as well? Was that the like oh the the little two D jumping thing where it's running and you? you remember I don't that? think it was. I thought that was. I don't remember. I thought that was the rising. I don't remember. It could could have been the rising. I don't one of them was a maze. One of them was. I don't know. I feel like there's something in the toy box, but this one says yeah. It was. Help it was like solving. that. It was like that. Two like. 2D adventure. Mm-hmm. Well, this one says DV's puzzle, so maybe we'll get some more puzzle type stuff. Maybe another thing for the toy box. Who knows? Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember. I don't remember. I'll be honest. I remember liking it. Ooh, you and can then... probably buy the shit anyway. So if you hadn't done it, fuck the quest. Just buy the shit off the Mog Station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
fuck. All right. <laughs> Presenting Omega, you, your new smart home assistant. I got one of these. <laughs> I went ahead and I bought one of these. Oh, my gosh. So many it's people. killed my entire family. What's funny is my husband doesn't even know who Omega is. He's never done any of those. Right? And I'm like, honey, mm-hmm. you need to sit and watch this. And he was laughing. Just... <laughs> I sent it to Kariri, and it was just it, there was a, there was a lot of giggling, and and it's, and you need to watch it and rewatch it because it's pretty damn funny. My favorite part is the little boy's room. There's a fan festival backpack. There's Alpha on his bookshelf. There's all sorts of Final Fantasy stuff in his room. This is full of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of little hidden stuff. So one thing that really jumped out to me was. There's a scene where mom is frying up some chicken tenders. Yeah. She says, play something romantic, and it plays Omega's theme. But the the running gag is that the song says, chicken tenders, we're ready to fry. And the fact that she's cooking frickin' chicken tenders, they know what they're doing. These people know what they're doing. Well, the funny thing is, is that is obviously not the real lyrics, but... The, yeah. the, but the but the the community misheard that so bad through the year that even even Koji would reference chicken tenders during like the Primals concerts, didn't he? Right, right, right. So they know the joke; they're in on it. And then to reference it was hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, I'm I'm actually rewatching it with the sound off here and like like the the woman's asking Omega to send her file or a copy or whatever and he's like this is inadequate. I'm deleting your file and she's like fuck. <laughs> she almost So some people thought the the joke you are adopted was too dark. I don't think so. Cuz 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 when you watch this I didn't really, it didn't really make a lot of sense when I was watching it, but I guess it's one of those things that are in the background. Like, it's 2019, you don't ask too many questions. You know, somebody's in an mm-hmm. airport with a kid, you don't ask any questions, it's their kid, you know? But like, if you really look at these two and this kid, like, these people don't look like they spawned this kid. No, just from the he, looks of it. He's, 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 he looks, he looks <laughs> like he might be from a different. So it's like in the makeup. back, <laughs> it's in the back of your head, but when Omega says it, you're like, <laughs> Wait a second. I see it now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this was this was adorable. It cracked me up. And then it of course made me go back and watch some of the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh last year was it the the like the Pokemon Go app on your phone that yeah. was the, the gathering app, right? And there was one that was like calling Chocobos like they were an Uber. Mhm. Uh there were there was there was there were several. I I we've was, had Vianga. That was obviously mm-hmm. one of the the greats. Well, I was just past. looking on YouTube, just the ones that had videos, right? Video. That were actually mm-hmm. like, like commercials for things. I was surprised how far back and how many there were. I was just kind of stunned. I'm like, I didn't remember. I, I remember seeing all of these, and then the ones that are like so, like Japan has one too. That that manga showed on the dev blog. And we have a translation of that somewhere. It's when I when I first saw this Ruby, I can't read Japanese, so I I saw it the night before. So it was it was April Fool's Day in Japan already, but it wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So I'm scrolling down this thing, and I'm like, "Are we getting a manga?" But I didn't look at it very closely. 
It did. It did not dawn on me. I'm like, I will do with that tomorrow. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the big Japanese April Fool's joke, but a lot of people believed, and I think really wish that this was real. It looks. It looks pretty real, and uh, it looks pretty funny. There are legit translations for this stuff, and in fact, uh, we went to Reddit and looked. Reddit's going to get me fired because I. I went to look pictures up at work today and said I was going to an adult website. What are you doing? You monster. Yeah, lose my job like a week after I start. Um, But there's some really funny Easter eggs in this as well if you were into manga or anime. I am not so, so much, but reading some of this, I'm going to, I'm going to read, uh, well, Carrier of Light, who's given us some great translations before in the past, had translations for this. Um, and I'll just read quickly here. Translation for the first chart, the Academy. Uh, Alizé is clumsy type main character. Yugiri is Alizé's friend and met her at a part-time job. Lise is Alizé's rival for love. Thancred is Alizé's father. Nishtola is the mom. Kryle is Alphano's noisy senpai and Tataru is a janitor. Louis Swa is the school's principal who later gets revealed to be the grandfather. So these are all full of tropes and twists. And then also you, you see references to other anime and manga in here. Uh, Amaric, Anshifont, Nestinian, and Isel are part of the I-4, pronounced I-4, but written I-4 because it's Final Fantasy XIV, huh? Uh, which is a reference to F-4, which is like the the the, the Flower 4. I don't... I Funny enough, when I was on my leave of absence, whenever um, my son was born, I think... I think Twitch did – it might have been right after the Doctor Who marathon. There was a, a marathon for Korean dramas, and one that I watched was The Flower Four Boys, and it's about these four boys that are at a high school, and they're all rich, and there's this one girl who's not so rich, but she goes to the school because the parents give all the give everything they've got to the girl so she can go to the rich school and get a good education. She bumps into one of these boys who's the leader of the F4 group. And he tries to dog her throughout her entire school career. But, of course, he's actually in love with her. Uh But he doesn't know that until he, you know, and then she's in love with one of the other guys in the group. And then this guy's, and then there's a rival girl that's in love. But I knew exactly what this was when she bumped into one of the four boys. I was like, it's F4. I know this. I actually know this one. So um, they're all good-looking guys. Uh, Amrik's the leader. Yatsuyu's his ex-girlfriend. Ashifant is the bright and popular guy. Yastini is the quiet, cool-type genius. Yusail is the only female member. Then there's a second chart. It introduces the pilots for Warship Alexander. So then it goes into the whole sci-fi Gundam-type stuff. Alphano's the main character who likes robots and ended up becoming a pilot for the cruise chaser. Alphano looks up to Kane Sena, his senpai. Gaius is the captain, but his age says 17 years old for whatever reason. <laughs> Alice, Alice grew up with Alphano and got treated like his twin sister, but they aren't actually biologically related. There's a cool comment down here that says Gaius is the captain. He's 17 years old, uh, and Alphano uh, grew up with Alice, but they're not related. And somebody said, oh, fuck, I've seen enough mainstream fucking anime to know mm-hmm. where this is going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently the 17 guys being 17 is a reference to uh, the first Gundam uh, 
bright Noah becomes captain of the white base at the age of 17 due to a field promotion. So there's a lot of these little Easter eggs. Back to it, Menphilia is upset about Alphano and Astinian's red meteor conflict. The Galvis family is trying to go through with meteor. Pitch Black is the Pitch Black Tri-Stars. So the, best, so the best part of that one is even before I saw the translated one, uh-huh. Tali... Taligiology has two pictures. One's yes. his top and the other's his legs. <laughs> top and the bottom. Thank you, Rabon, for that. Uh, the pitch black tri stars, Lalarito, Taleggi, and Adaleggi. This is a reference to both the JP title for Shadowbringers, the pitch black villains. Interesting. And the black tri-stars from Gundam. Americ and Lucia are the Azure stars, which is again a reference for the JP title for Heaven's Word, Azure Skies of Ishgard, and also the Azure star from Gundam. The last manga plot board shows. Finally, the two cruise chasers clash with the red brute justice controlled by the red meteor, Astinian. The countdown to the meteor has begun. Will Alphano and Alice be able to stop the Dalamud from falling? Please look forward to the next episode, The Voice of the Star. Very, very cute. Many wish this was real. Mm-hmm. This would be That'd amazing. Be pretty funny. Just kind of like a strange... And then peop- but if it was real, Yelta, everybody would say, is this why we don't have Oh, no. A See, if healer? this was real, I'd probably be like, is this why I don't have healer? Uh, Gamer Escape's <laughs> uh, translation is really good, too. That's the one I read. Yeah. Yeah, we'll post uh, we'll post one of these on the uh, on the website if you're interested in taking a look at that. Reddit Reddit's good. You can search for it on Reddit. A lot of good stuff out there. All right, Final Fantasy VII remake project lead, uh, co-director Nakoi Yoshida, division developing next uh, large scale next gen project. So this is a deal. Did you did you happen I to look at this when this came through? I didn't have a chance to look at through? this one. I saw the title. There's. There's some stuff about Final Fantasy VII Remake on this, which I don't care about. It'll come out in, like, 2030. Who cares? But the the kicking around part around all this is that, you know, PS5 is already in the works. People are already talking about that. So people are thinking Seven might be the remake, might be on PS5. But through all of this news, there's been retitling of Divisions. So I'm skipping down to the part that we actually care about as Final Fantasy XIV fans. Square Enix's former fifth business division, led by Final Fantasy XIV producer and director Naoki Yoshida, is now known as the third development division and is working on a new title for the next generation, meaning PS5. Based on the former fifth business division, the newly established third development division has started work on a new key project following Final Fantasy uh 14, taking up a challenge for the next generation, Yoshida said in a message. This project has already finished early development as well as preparation of the development environment and is now moving into the full-blown large-scale development phase. The new project is seeking developers who want to deliver both fun and enjoyment to the world as well as surprise. If you want to challenge the world market, then we look forward to your application. The image above the text, a new project underway, has been up on the 5th Business Division recruitment website since 2016. And this is an image of... It almost looks like Europe from an angle, but it's basically a really bright green landscape with blue water around it and a very Final Fantasy-esque looking airship flying above it. Um, Continuing here, 
The third development division is currently seeking planners, designers, programmers, and a project manager to work on the project. Final Fantasy VII Remake is in development oh, for PS4. Oh, they, c- they couldn't afford uh. me. I, I, know, Yelta, I know part I, of me is like, up. man, I am a programmer. <laughs> you just need to know Japanese fluently. Yeah. Um, but honestly, many are speculating this is Final Fantasy sixteen. And the fact that our very own Yoshida might be doing a lot of the – not really so much work, but oversight yeah. on this. It's within his division. People have been clamoring for Yoshida to do the next Final Fantasy because of the success of Final Fantasy fourteen. Also, many are begging for an old-school Final Fantasy. They want it at the – a more fantasy style Final Fantasy, less sci-fi, less fifteen, less, less, less thirteen. Less four dude bros driving around in a car, right? Or la- or lady clouds zapping people off of sky meteors and just weird bullshit. We don't want laser beams. We want swords. We want shields. And fourteen has a good juggle of both. Like Asa's Law is very sci-fi. You yeah, know, there's a yeah. lot of sci-fi elements. But there's a lot of old school. Like we come in on a wagon. And there's chocobos. It's very well. You know, but- Azus Law's got that kind of. It's so highly technological. It might as well be magic. Right. Right. It's kind of like you know, and it's not in your face constantly. We still spend more time running around on chocobos, casting spells, and fighting with swords. You know. Sure. Yeah. But I think a lot of people just want pure fantasy. I would go for Ma- pure fantasy. Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about 16 the other day, and I thought, you know, it'd be really cool is if they told a story that was very much like an like an old school Final Fantasy just for the beginning part. Like get you like 20 hours into it and make you feel like you're – you know, you're doing like an old school one and then like open it up after 20 mm-hmm. hours where there's like – you didn't realize there was an even bigger world after the 20 hour mark and it really just like the surprise part of it which like they they list here like oh shit this world's big i remember back when i played 7 and i had played 1 2 and 3 which we all know is 1 4 and 6 mm-hmm. back in the day we're old yelled yep, and i yep. and um we were blowing our SNES carts and putting Final Fantasy VI in the in the super playing it couldn't, but when we i couldn't played come to dinner because we didn't have a save spot yet that's true. But when I played 7, honestly, Midgar caught me by surprise when we went to the overworld. Midgar was very complex, and I felt like the game was very – going to just be within the city. I just did not really see a lot of that coming that the game was so big. And I, I kind of want to reveal like that where you get so tunnel visioned within whatever small universe you're in and then it opens up huge. You're like, holy shit, the world just got really big. That's my personal That'd be cool. take on it. Yeah. I want 16, but I'm still playing 14. I, well, I want 16 I and I'm hoping if Yoshida is part of this new game, I'm hoping all the crossovers are already planned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping because I do like a good crossover. I've gotten more and or less excited for certain ones, but... No regalias from 16, please. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's... I don't know. That's that's fun and exciting. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Yoshipi's not 100% focused on 14. But I think after A Realm Reborn, he never really has been, has he? I thought he's always been kind of working on... 
Yeah, he's in that Dragon Quest stuff, stuff, too. He's well, he's running a big division. It's yeah. not just, you know, his names are in the credits for other games. There's other things going on. You know, we've said before, if it if it needed to be, he can be the the producer, but maybe not director. You know, like, they, mm-hmm. they can divide roles in some way. Um, and I could see that happening in the future, uh, especially if he does more and more stuff. They're going to promote him. He's doing good work. If she does awesome, mm-hmm. you know, at the at the end of the day, he's doing what's right. We we have issues, but the fact is, we're all talking about it. The fact is, even with no male Vieira, it's the hot buzz. Everybody's still talking about Final Fantasy fourteen. It's a triple A title that did not sink under his leadership. He saved this game. It's growing. We again. I see sprouts all the freaking time. Returners so are all many over the place. Flowers. I don't know how many times I've queued up for something, and it's and I it's almost always mini sprouts or mini. I, I was like me and three flower returning flowers. It's it's awesome. This game is not dying. It's not. Not anytime soon. I, if somebody's trying to tell you this game's dying, it's really it's really not. So I read about a game that's dying. I read that Kotaku article today about bioware and oh, anthem yeah. oh i know that's a sidestep but see a lot of people time, a lot of people i was hearing good things about it but apparently it was, was it short-lived or it got a 55 metacritic oh. score it didn't really have any good times okay. as far as i could tell and the bioware employees are speaking out anonymously but they are letting it be known what the work conditions were for that and a phrase that's used throughout that article is the Bioware magic. It's really that hope during the crunch time that things magically come together and things everything's going to turn out like um, like some of their big hit oh. titles like Dragon Age, Inquisition, and such. And it just it it doesn't it doesn't always happen uh, that way. We'll just see what happens. That's that's you know, something just, I hear sometimes. Well, we'll just see what happens. Just throw shit at the wall and see if it mm-hmm. sticks. Oh, there was one other thing. I didn't get it into the notes, but uh, apparently the rate a rating for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers showed up in the official Brazilian video game rating board for Xbox One. That is correct. Yeah. I remember yeah, seeing I just, that I, briefly. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if it's a mistake or if it's actually going to go Xbox One. That would be kind of a big deal. You know, there's a huge, I, yeah, that would, I remember people used to play Final Fantasy 11 on Xbox. I think a friend of my sister used to. Yeah, that was, that was big for Xbox. And to be quite honest, and this is not to take away from the, the, um, announcement that was given at the live letter, but when everything went silent and Yoshida's like grabbing microphones and all this stuff, I wasn't expecting to do dad of light the movie. It was either Yoshida quits or we are announcing that we are going to pre- mm-hmm. we are going to be on Xbox. That's a big announcement. Yeah, that's worth grabbing some microphones and shutting mm-hmm. everybody up and getting the cameras up for it because that's money. That means big money coming in. So I really hope that 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 that's a thing in the near near future. I would love to have our Xbox friends play. Don't put it on Switch though. I don't think I don't think Switch can handle it. <laughs> oh well, certainly do not. I don't want to hear switch limitations. Switch limitations. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. What's on tap? There's a developer's blog, Attuning to PAX East. Is, this is a, oh, Greetings Warriors of Light 
slash outlight darkness. So uh, this is a post about uh, Final Fantasy XIV being at PAX East. They had what looks like an amazing booth. They had a ton of people, I think, play, they're playing a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. What were they playing? What were they fighting? Uh, Seriu? I think, yeah, they had Seriu. They were getting shirts for Seriu at this day. They had shirts. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, they got shirts. Yeah. Uh, they, they did bring their, um, their aetherite crystal. There's a lot of pictures of people attuning to it. This first one I really like because, well, that's not my favorite gear set in the world. This cosplayer knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember not being happy having to wear that as a Lalafell black mage, but that looks amazing. Yeah. Serio of the four lords. So there's, there's pictures of people fighting that. Oh, and they got t-shirts, yes. What else do we hear? Oh, some some gracious player made flashcards to help new players see the various jobs, hot bar combo suggestions, and tips on how to play. Awesome. That's nice. That was Clarissa on Behemoth. That's very nice. nice. That's really nice. They got- I saw a lot of tweets from our very own Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about... Um, what was the thing? He was like hiding by the tables and he was telling people to take the tether away. He was like, just take the tether away, away from everybody. Yeah, yep. further away. Uh, uh, they, their form swords apparently went over big. They went over big, went over big last year too. And so they're cool. Oh, the gold saucer cackpot party game. They had several out for intended. It attendees to enjoy. Mm, we're waiting on a review oh, of that from one of our it. listeners. Oh, oh yeah, Kariri and I, Ulf, Kariri, myself, and my brother-in-law, all played it. It's reasonably simple to learn, and uh-huh. I thought I I was half expecting. Uh, I'll do a full review maybe, and I'll see if I can get Kariri. But I was half expecting. You know how sometimes like. Games based on video games or whatever, you know, don't have good quality, you know, boards and cards and the, uh, uh, you know, the pieces are crap and the rules make no sense. It's just kind of like, well, if you like Final Fantasy fourteen, you have to buy this game. No, this was like a fun little game. It had some um, strategy. It had some luck and played pretty fast i i liked it i liked it quite a bit so i don't know if we're gonna play it like constantly uh but i'd like to i'd like to get career to come talk about you know what 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 she thought overall as a avid board it was probably too simple for her sure right but um you know, come I, back career i, I want to see you I, I i don't think i would be embarrassed to take this to like uh one of the level up open board gaming level up games is a local shop here. Um, I wouldn't be embarrassed to bring it and like play it with people. So anyway, yep. They had Cackpot party board games out and cosplay. We have like, Oh man, we have a really good Tsukiyomi. We have a really good samurai. We have so many uh, that, yeah, that Aetherite crystal is awesome. <laughs> So many nice things. We have Kryl. 
So good. Oh, that's a paladin with a baseball cap. I'm squinting. <laughs> no, it looks good. So uh, they say thank you to all the attendees. Blah, 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 blah. I think they were wiped out because they went from Japanese Fan Fest to this. Yes. Right? Like back to back. Yeah, I've seen pictures of them laying on the floor <laughs> after this, just dead to the world. Um, I think I saw on Bayonne's Twitter, Matt said that he, I think they get a two-week break maybe or something mm, after that. Okay. Maybe he's taking a break afterwards. So. Well, they probably need Good for one. them. Because really now, now we're kind of in a lull. So we're, we're going to be excited and looking forward to... Shadowbringers, all the festivals are over, all the announcements have been made. We have a couple more patches, but they're not, you know, really anything I don't think the community reps have to worry about, hopefully. So now might be a good time. Rest rest up because uh, Shadowbringers is coming and we will need you. All right, happy hour, listener questions and fan mail. Uh, I think uh, Bill Mardigan, was this an email? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He says, hey, Yelta and Ruby, happy April Fool's Day. I was trying to think of some good April Fool's Day pranks that the Final Fantasy IV team could play on us. What if Blitzballer was announced as a limited job and we leveled it up and learned abilities playing in Blitzball matches and took those skills into a Blue Mage-like arena? Ha, ha, ha. I thought that would be too funny as an April Fool's Day prank, but also maybe too soon. Do you guys have any April funny April Fool's Day announcements, either about Final Fantasy XIV or the podcast? Thank you, your brother in bosom, Bill Mardian. Bill! Oh my god, so like, Ruby and I, before we started recording, we were talking about, man, we should have done something. We should have come up, because like the, the night before April Fool's Day, I'm like, shit! I should have sat down with Ruby. We should have, like, I don't know, re- recorded that we're, you know, change, changing the free company to a purely ERP thing. And, you know, we were, we were going to, yeah. the podcast was going to be, have a whole new direction. I, I was hoping to say that Yelta and I were going to run away together. We had oh, yeah. been ERPing secretly for so long <laughs> that it's finally come out that we're divorcing our, our significant others and Yelta and I are going to mm. run away together. <laughs> Um, and start a new my ERP. husband would not have found that funny though so that's why we no not at all that. i would be dead no, and then we he, couldn't have recorded he would have driven down i-35 and killed you it would have been the lorena bobbitt story part two over here um yeah. i don't know cinna so, might have been able to take him cinna go for the knees he's weak in the knees <laughs> well okay uh, i'm talking about her getting me <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not worried about her taking off. She oh. she would have destroyed me. Yes, yes, there would have been. No, but no. I I think I I don't always notice things upcoming. So maybe next year we'll do something funny or interesting. Maybe. All right. Uh, is that Ely? Ellie. Ellie. Great episode as usual. Loved your and Yelta's level-headed discussion and response to everything good and bad as usual. Appreciated you guys addressing the problem of people taking things too over the top. To be honest, I became so disgusted. 
I don't use that word often, and disappointed by the community, I had deleted Twitter off my phone for a week because I was tired of seeing people act like children. Man, I honestly didn't go to the official forums for a few days myself. I don't know what, what but you, Ruby. Yeah, it was it was really toxic. In fact, I think my own Cinna deleted some stuff just because she was tired of looking at stuff. And what really what it is is you kind of get to a spot where you want to see it. It's like a train wreck in a way. Like I want to look at some of these things, but then you start looking at it a little too much. And that that toxicity starts to get into your bloodstream and you're like, oh, maybe I should stop looking at all this stuff. So in a way, I I was looking at a, a lot of this stuff a little too much. I was – I'll be frank. I was getting a little glee off of some of the responses because they were so over the top. I thought they were funny. So I just kept looking for for – Reddit posts, stuff on shit post XIV, stuff on uh, on Twitter that that had to do with I'm mad, and I respect that some people were were upset at the decision, both the healer decision and the and the uh, male Vieira lack thereof decision. But when you start reading into them and you read so many of these posts that are negative. It starts making you negative and like in my own mind, I start thinking like what would I respond to these people if I had had it? And then if you get into that thing like you're you're having that conversation with yourself in the shower to your boss about how you're going to tell them you're going to quit your fucking job or whatever. I'm going to tell this asshole what, he, what I think about Mel Vieira or whatever. It's like, no, 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 stop, stop. Mm-hmm. This, this is toxic. It's polluting me. Get it away. Get it away. Well, I've even seen on the official forums and I was looking up at that, at that today and there are some people still – fairly unhappy at this point that there are no male Vieira. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not really upset there isn't. I wish you, I wish they would eventually add them, but it's not the fight I want to have, right? But there are some people who are now like, they're kind of like me. They're like, I don't care if they add them or not, but it's to the point where people have been so awful and ragey that they're kind of getting like christ at this point i almost hope they don't add them just to spite you because you're being such an entitled asshole Mm -hmm. you know it's it's one thing to want something and give feedback hey i'm disappointed you didn't add male viera i'm disappointed we don't have female rothgar it would be in my opinion i think you should add them as soon as reasonably possible Right. That's right. that's one thing. There's other people that are like, you are terrible people because you didn't give us all the genders of all the new races. And they're just and then just taking it to a, dialing it up to 11, losing their goddamn minds. And even people who are like, well, I don't mind get attacked, you know, you know, and then, and then there's this whole argument about. You know, you have this like vocal minority and they're like, well, everybody obviously wants them. My post got so many likes and it's like, yeah, but I don't really care, but I didn't really say anything. Do you need me to come by and say, well, a lot of us don't care or don't mind or do mind, but realize that decisions have to be made on where to spend the budget and where to spend the development and testing time. 
So, but it's, I can see where you could kind of eventually fall into like this dark place where Jesus Christ, you're acting completely rabid. I, I almost hope they don't add something that you want just be, you know, it, it's a, it's a dark place to eventually go, but there are such horribly extremist people out there who are acting like they're going to unsub from the game because Something they want wasn't added to it. And it's like, well, you've been playing for the last five years, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, it's not like they're taking anything away from you. I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm upset I'm not getting a new healer. I'm, I really am. And it kind of irks me when Yoshida said, really? Why did people think that we were getting another healer? And I'm like, yeah, mm. see, I, and it make, just makes me think, does this man feign ignorance at times just so he can dodge a question or or bounce it back to get the get the opinion? Maybe it's a smart tactic to bounce it back so people give their reasoning behind something so he can say, oh, well, we didn't have a clue. So let's take it back and we'll do some more research about it. Like, let me buy some time because we probably should have and most people would have expected it. But my expectation, again, is and I know it's a, it's a feeble thing to say we need to the healers but i am expecting uh, that's probably not because our expectations don't ever really work out do they some major overhauls to the healing department so we'll, we'll see what we get in may and then we can maybe grab the pitchforks and torches again if we still see lilies on the bar <laughs> come may well and i'm deeply and passionately saddened that we're not getting a new healer however while it did take the wind out of my sails completely during that FanFest, uh, you know, keynote, and it just really, really saddened me. I'm not going to quit the game to because I didn't get something that was never actually promised to me in the first place. Right? Um, but I would like to give my feedback in a rational manner that's like, so... Once you balance healers, I'd like you to add another one as soon as reasonably possible. Mm -hmm. You know, I also don't want them to, I do not want them to drop development on other stuff just to scrape together some healer. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of people acting like completely entitled assholes. And Christ, we had a Design Your Mail Vieira contest. We kind of halfway thought we were going to get it. But, you know, there's only so much time and money. And yeah, maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they're not prioritizing things the way we would see, we would think. But we were never promised some things. So when we don't get them, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody should be calm and give rational feedback. And it's Agreed. but it's not coming in 5.0. Probably. All right, let's see. Oh, I don't have any shout-outs. I guess we're going on to closing time. All right. All right. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking one of the donation buttons. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. 
Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us wherever you listen to us. Give us a rating. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.